I think it's the little things that you do um, when you go to teach in a class, the bonds that you create with the students. I have had students come to me and um, tell me that, oh, we were inspired by this lecture of yours. We did not see uh, the subject in the direction that we thought we saw it, but through hearing from you, we have been able to see the other side of it. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage, Relate, Perform, the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash port. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash port. Welcome back to Engage, Relate, Perform. Get your pens and paper out because the class is in session. My next guest is a Muimbil University of Health and Allied Science senior lecturer and a clinical pharmacology department head, Dr. Sabina Mugusi. Besides her academic achievements, title, research papers, and huge brain, Sabina's unorthodox leadership is perhaps her most attractive quality. She purposefully walks away from podiums an auspicious title in favor of the leading on the ground and in the thick of it all. Sabina proves you don't have to be seen to be felt or impactful, that we all can have similar facts minus the title. Come along as we get inspired by the doctor that's tackling disease and social issues like a boss. Right after this. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day, then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash point and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Ladies and leaders, welcome Dr. Sabina Mugusi to the show. Doctor, Karibu sana. Thank you very much. Uh, nice to have you on board, uh, Sabina. And the first thing is, you know, your work focuses on long-term studies and long-term sustainable results. So what I would really want to say is, what are the three things that keep you motivated in leading and mentoring people to see things to successful completion? Um, thank you, Marthaza. So as you just mentioned, I come... Uh, from Muhimbil University. So um, uh, going back, I think, uh, let me start from the beginning, is that I come from a background of uh, medical doctors. So both my parents are medical doctors, and I have always uh, aspired to be like them. 
So that aspiration is what I would like to impart on uh, the young uh, generation of tomorrow. So to have that something to look forward to. Um, so I hope that through my actions, through my leadership, um, and through my education to them, I am able to impart this. So that is one, to have that aspiration uh, to become a good um, medical personnel or a person in the medical field, not necessarily a medical doctor, because I also teach uh, people in the pharmacy, people who will become dentists, people who will become laboratory technicians and others in the basic sciences. Um, I also would like to aspire people to become just good people at the end of the day, uh, because the world needs more good people. Um, Yes, so those are the few things I was um, hoping that uh, through my journey in life uh, and through academia, this is what I would be able to get out of people. Mm -hmm. Really interesting because when you say um, that you want to inspire people to be able to be just human and to inspire them to become better medical uh, medical personnel, uh, Surely there are uh, things that you would be able to do if you had a position as a leader, but without having a position as a leader, how do you influence those, uh, those aspirations? Um, I think it's the little things that you do um, when you go to teach in a class, um, the bonds that you create with the students. Um, I have had students come to me and um, tell me that, oh, we were inspired by this lecture of yours. Uh, we did not um, see uh, the subject in the direction that we thought we saw it. But through hearing from you, we have been able to see the other side of it. Um, so just being able to know the subject, to have good command of the subject, that is... Uh, inspirational and aspirational enough um, and also to to be close with these students because um, there is a tendency in in maybe our setting and in other settings that people tend to look at uh, teachers or professors as a, a very in a hierarchical manner but if you bring yourself to to become a friend at some part and and be the uh, educator on the other side, you have both uh, the aspects coming together. So that that way, and and through the actions that you do in in your daily life. Um, so I am thinking that I do work in research. Um, so my research is visible out there. So people can also aspire to. Um, want to do research similar to what uh, I have done. And with research, definitely there are limitations. So maybe uh, to the point where I have reached, it will uh, inspire someone to take my research that step further to try and get uh, other answers. So it's um, so in my view, it's that you don't necessarily need to be uh, a leader to actually aspire and inspire um, young generation. So basically you're saying you don't need to be a positional yes, leader. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You, Yes. Okay. Okay. So you lead anyway because uh, the engagement and rightfully what you were telling me that you know, engaging with the students and 
and that's that's quite a gap in 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 Tanzania, I would believe, or in many African countries, is how teachers engage with their students so that they get the best out of them, they get impact those students. Uh, what other initiatives are you using, or are you trying to bring into that learning system of the health uh, industry? Um, uh, yes. Leader? So currently. Um, the COVID-19 has brought out um, the use of electronic learning. Um, electronic learning has been there for uh, a number of, of, uh, of years. but it, um, So COVID-19 has really uh, shown the need to have electronic learning, considering the fact that the universities were shut down um, during the lockdown period. So that meant that there was a break in the student education. So um, had we had the system in place before, um, that break in continuity of the education would not have had such a great impact as it did. Um, so uh, we have been having at Mwimbili University, we have been having um, the e-learning uh, platform. It had initially started as a, as a project. And when the project ended, they wanted to... Uh, include the university into the whole system of the e-learning. So when I started going um, to be taught on how to use the e-learning system, this is like about maybe five, five years ago, I saw the uh, potential impact it had, not only on the students, but also on me as a faculty member. So this is where I decided to take, because it's... Um, it really showed me how I can reach students out of the classroom. And so that's on the student side. But on my side, it, it reduced the time that I had to compile the exams and print the exams and physically sort of mark those exams. The electronic system allowed us to do everything electronically. So I really went head in and, and uh, took upon um, the e-learning system. And we started it uh, in our department, which is one among 19 departments in the School of Medicine. And we started teaching this to our students. And slowly, um, I think the university management um, saw my activity and uh, they so that this was a great opportunity. I wrote uh, reports uh, to the university showing them what a great asset this is. And um, so slowly the university forced to uh, increase uh, the functionality of the platform, to increase the internet connectivity, and started to encourage other faculty members to be taught on the e-learning system. And um, if you come now to Mohimbili and you ask about uh, who is the e-learning focal person, they would start mentioning Sabina. So it is, it is very heartwarming for this. So on the faculty side, I've also seen a number of faculty members who are actually inspired to start using the e-learning platform because now they see how easy it is to use it, uh, how effective it is in terms of time as well, and how easy it is to communicate with the students and to give them all the information that the students need. The students on the other side also feel uh, quite happy uh, because they're able to access these materials uh, that the uh, faculty members give them 
And uh, the university is also starting to see that things are moving smoothly because uh, time constraints, uh, fighting over lecture halls uh, with students. And if you take that now to the electronic platform, you can do things outside of the um, uh, regular time that we have and the regular um, uh, hassles that we have with physical classrooms. So uh, on my side, I think e-learning is is here to stay and and I am hoping that it will grow uh, bigger and better. I think that's 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 quite inspirational to take uh, the health to the next level. Just a question there. Yes. So, you know, when you talk about e-learning and the way it has moved after COVID, uh, what would it have been before COVID? Why wouldn't it have taken shape just before COVID? What could have been the reason that this would not have, or this platform did not take shape before COVID? What could be the reasons there? Um, one of it was um, perhaps from the institution side, they did not um, see that they had to uh, perhaps incur those financial um burdens of, of trying to uh, widen the scope for e-learning in terms of increased um, internet connectivity, the bandwidth, um, uh, buy programs that make uh, e-learning more accessible and uh, easier to use. Um, so it was just as, as, as an accompaniment of the whole education system. So there was a lack of um, the institutional support. On the other side as well, um, the faculty members, maybe they felt that there was um, extra work for them to do to try and create um, the course using the e-learning platform. Um, then when you come on the student side as well, there was a bit of uh, pushback from the students saying that um, maybe a number of the students are not uh, IT literate, so they wouldn't be able to use it. Um, the use of uh, electronic devices for them or lack thereof uh, for the electronic devices for them to be able to use. So um, this this sort of uh, brought about the slow uptake of, of the e-learning platform. But um, after the pandemic has come, um, as, as the whole world has seen, uh, people taking onto the e-learning platform from, I think, uh, primary school all the way to universities, and people have seen the use of this. And the students have also been able to continue with some of their learnings through watching YouTube clips, through reading um, eBooks. So they have seen the importance of, of uh, the use of the platform. And that's why I think um, now there is more buy-in from all the stakeholders uh, to be able to, to, to carry e-learning forward. Would it have made a difference if you had a position at that time to enforce this change? Um, I think there would have been <laughs> because there, there have been a few things that I have been trying to advocate at the university. Um, remember that Mohimbili is a, is a government institution. So uh, moving things uh, has been relatively slow. Um, so 
perhaps, perhaps if I had been in the position of, of, of leadership, I would have been able to make changes, uh, to try and change uh, the view of all these stakeholders. So if I was in that position, um, tell my fellow uh, leaders that this is the way to go. This is how it needs to be done. We need to invest in increasing the internet. We need to invest in um, buying electronic devices for these students. For faculty members, uh, give them all the training that they need. Show them how it is supposed to be done, how it can be done, and how easy it is to do or to uh, provide the education via the e-learning platform. And then to teach the students as well how to access these materials and to show them that they can be anywhere, not necessarily physically at Mohas, to be able to gain some of these skills. And also, um, just by being in the classroom, there's only a, so, so much that you can teach, but whereas on the electronic platform or in sort of a blended learning system, you give all these aspects where you have the visual, uh, the auditory, and, and then when you come to uh, the physical aspects, that's where the, the students can now learn on, on the patients and on um, other uh, teaching methods that we have at the university. So it gives them a wider range of uh, access to educational materials. So to be able to do all these, I think um, it, it would have been great if I was in a leadership position. But however, I think um, even from behind or even without being at the leadership position, um, the activities that I have been able to do in terms of uh, letting the leadership know uh, what the e-learning uh, platform is all about, trying to encourage my fellow colleagues to see how easy it is to use the e-learning platform. And then to having conducted these lessons and courses over the e-learning platform, the students have seen how easy it is to use and they have access to more materials and they have access to me as a faculty member because they're chat platforms there where I can chat with groups of students uh, at, at any time on a Saturday or on a Sunday uh, at 9 p.m. So the, the, the discussion platform, it continues. It just does not end at five when the official uh, university time ends. So uh, I still believe at the position I have been in, I have been able to impact um, to some degree. Great. I, that's, that's a beautiful journey that you've gone through and i'm sure you went through a lot of challenges as well but you could still lead without a position right yes uh, because I, i'm looking at it when we talk about engage relate and perform um, we look at long-term results what do you think about e-doctors now for the future of tanzania um i i think that is uh, the direction we are heading to as well um it, Remember that we have um, uh, a number of uh, doctors who are also in the rural areas. Uh, they might not have the um, uh, the correct uh, qualifications to be able to deal with all the cases that they come across. So now there has been a rise in what we call e-doctors or telemedicine, 
where you have these specialists who are in these bigger hospitals, for instance, Moimbili National Hospital, who are doing consultation via uh, the internet to people in Tandahimba or in the rural uh, Tanzania. So they're able to uh, assist these doctors who have very difficult cases, and it has shown uh, to work wonders. So that is a, the direction that we need to go into. Awesome. So now as a mother, how do you manage the leadership at home with your kids? Are, we, are you inspiring your kids to be the next doctors as well? Just like your parents did? Uh, I, I am hoping that uh, my daughter, who is 10, um, she has said she would like to be a teacher as well. So for her now, um, she hasn't sort of clearly um, seen the difference of, uh, of a doctor and a teacher. So uh, through one of the babysitting uh, activities, I actually had to take my daughter with me to one of my classes. So she sat at the back and so she was able to see how it is I engaged with my students. And coming from there, she said, yes, mom, I think I want to be uh, a teacher just like you. So she had seen me in a classroom. She had not seen me in a in a hospital setting. So um, so on that side, I am quite excited that I I am inspiring her to do so. And uh, she also says that she loves the science subject more than mathematics, perhaps. <laughs> wow, that's good. Great. So uh, there we have uh, you talking about yourself inspiring uh, students uh, we're talking about we talked about the e-learning uh talking about your family uh, i think i haven't finished but as yet for the next episode because i really want to go into the next episode about cure of aids and i know you've done a lot of study and research on cure of aids uh, and we will want to look at it in the leadership perspective uh but for today uh Sabina, I really want to thank you for uh, your time and what you've shared with us. Uh, but before we close, before we close, I have two things for you. The first one is uh, when we had a question uh, from our last guest, our last guest had a question for the next speaker, and it happens to be you. And the last guest was Lina Rotansi. She is the group chief executive of RSM. East Africa, and left you with the following question. What's your style of leadership? Oh, um, I think I think you really quoted um, uh, the, the, the title of this um, podcast quite correctly, is that leading without being seen. I am, I would like to say that I'm very good at trying to organize people, uh, to get people together, to work together towards uh, a common goal, uh, rather than uh, being in the in 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 the front per se. So um, to get people inspired to to do a certain thing, uh, who have uh, the the same interests, and motivate them and show them what we can achieve at the end of the journey and work together with them um, heading that way. So that is, is, is I, I would uh, say, is my leadership style. Okay, so it's, it's getting people together and getting to achieve the goal. Yes. Influencing them and uh, inspiring them to get to that goal. Yes. Okay, 
if you had to question our next guest, what would be your question to them? Okay. So um, considering our current uh, political um, situation in Tanzania that we have our first female uh, president, uh, I would like to ask the next guest is that how do we get more women empowered in this, in this country and the world as a whole? Ooh, that's going to be a difficult, maybe not, but okay, that's a fantastic question to ask, uh, and especially now uh, when we have these changes. I agree with you. Yes, that's because uh, I, I, am a, uh, I am a woman, uh, I have a daughter, and so the, the past uh, prejudices that uh, the society has had that uh, men, boys are better than girls, uh, I, I think we really need to change that. So um, coming from a woman, for my daughter and for all the other women and daughters out there, really to show them that we can really take on the world just as good as, if not better than the men. I think it will be better than the man if given the opportunity. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, and, and as we speak as well, uh, when you look at our podcast, uh, uh, the top uh, five podcast uh, guests that I've had, uh-huh. three are women. Oh, fantastic. It just shows you. So it's it just shows us that women are more uh, leaders today, uh, that they have a lot of uh, contribution to make in this world. Yes. And they can show us as men uh, how to lead. But I think it's not only that. And I think uh, my perspective is, if you look at it, we probably overemphasize women to be leaders. Right. Uh, creating some conscious biases for men to say, okay, women should be also uh, leaders. But if you really look at it, women are better leaders than men. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yes. And studies have shown it. But why is it that we have to talk about women all the time? Because if you look at it in reality, uh, if you look at the parents, mom becomes a better parent. Yes. Uh, if you look at uh, siblings, the sisters are better than brothers. They really love to protect their brothers. Right. Uh, if you look at uh, as a mother, right? Uh, if you look at it as an uh, organization, they perform better because they're more emotionally aware and can manage emotions. Right. And they're good at multitasking as well, unlike the men. Uh, so I don't think we need to talk really about empowering women. Now we need to talk about how do we empower men? <laughs> yes, maybe. To empower, to empower women right. so that we have equal opportunities. Right. Right. Yes, I, I agree. Great. So what's in 30 seconds, right? Uh, send out your broadcast message. You have, a, you have 30 seconds to send any message to the world because whoever is going to listen to this episode is going to listen to you as well. And you could send a 30 second message, anything that really uh, you'd like to bring on board. It could be your philosophy, it could be uh, life, love, leadership, anything. And you have 30 seconds to say anything to that. Those people are going to listen to you. And remember, there may be young people as well listening to you. So uh, what do you want to tell them? Wow. Okay. Um, so the, the main message that I would like to get to the world out there is that we have just one world in which we need 
to live with love and take care of this is earth because we just have one of it. Love it. I love that. We need to live with love. Yes. We have one world. Yes. And let's take care of it. Definitely. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutraza Bersi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutrazabersi.com forward slash board to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, Go to matazaversi.com forward slash porn and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.